Hello, and welcome to today's episode of The Upload with Control Up. I'm your one of your hosts, Eugenia Schipoletti, and I'm here with my esteemed colleague, Jeff Johnson. Hello, Jeff. What's your last name, Schipoletti? Spaghetti. Yeah, you heard me. <laughs> Hi, Eugenia. Hello. Happy 11-11. Make a wish all day oh, long. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two days after my birthday. Oh, snap. Sorry I missed it. Happy belated birthday. Another trip around the sun. It's all good. Gosh, oh golly. What do we got queued up for today? Oh, just some exciting discussions. Uh, we've got some exciting news for one. And then also we're going to talk about Windows 365. And and to join us in that conversation, we actually have uh, one of our, our brilliant technical wizards, uh, Rory Monahan, who is here as well. And actually, Rory, would you like to introduce yourself? Because I feel like you'll introduce yourself better than I'll introduce you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, thanks for having me again. My name is Rory Monahan. I work in the product marketing team at Control Lab. Uh, may have heard my own podcast, the Five Bytes podcast. Also blog at RoryMon.com. And I've been around the uh, virtualization community and end user, end user computing community for several years. So um, shout out to everyone. Boom. Boom. First boom of the day. All right. Eugenia, what exciting news we have talked about first, you said? That exciting news. Yes, indeed. Well, so, you know, that you might have seen it on all over the, the various social medias, um, but we actually just, uh, you know, closed a hundred million dollar round, uh, you know, of investor magic that just happened. And uh, yeah, it was we were actually in Times Square. It was, uh, you know, one of the big the big uh, lit up billboards, lots of faces, including Oliver. That gave me goosebumps. That was I couldn't awesome. believe it. I was, it was so happy for wow for the people who are put so much work in and, and get their face up there and for the company in itself. That's just so awesome. That is yeah. so awesome. Yeah. Congrats. Congrats, everybody. Woo. Pat in the back. <laughs> All right. What are we talking about then with Rory? Talking about Windows 365 and control up. Dun, dun, dun. Rory, what's Windows 365? Well, Windows 365 is a still relatively new product offering from Microsoft. They announced it and launched it, I believe, uh, August 2nd. So it's still only a few months old. Um, so it's Windows 365, and one of the terms is cloud PC. And, you know, PC, personal computer, what do you think about when you think of a PC? You think, hey, I've got my physical PC. It's mine it's just for me. I, the one who uses it, it's got my data on it. It's persistent. Um, no fancy bells and whistles, no things like, you know, profile management or anything too complicated about it. I set it up once I install my applications on it and it's the same machine. I keep going back to every single day to use. So it's quite a pivot from Say if you're familiar with Azure Virtual Desktop and the idea of maybe non-persistent desktops where um, you're taking that data and putting it somewhere central, therefore, you know, the desktop gets torn down every day and you get a brand new fresh desktop every day, but your data and your applications are brought in um, somewhat dynamically. Um, you don't really do that with the Windows 365 Cloud PC. It is a one-to-one -one persistent desktop that is all yours and it's always on. 24 hours a day. So you just launch into it and it's just like having your own PC in the cloud. You have some of the, some of the features of like um, doing a, a, a snap, 
you know, image of that and then reverting back? Do you have some of those features? Um, so there's two different SKUs. There's an enterprise SKU and a business SKU. Um, so if you're going with enterprise, there's support for something called Microsoft Endpoint Manager. And that's kind of like SCCM using the past terms. Yeah. Um, but Microsoft Endpoint Manager is basically like a cloud version of SCCM. You're able to um, create your own images and provision desktops with your own custom image that way. Now, if you're using the business SKU, it's just like a Windows 10 desktop right now, they're going to be supporting Windows 11 hopefully pretty soon, but you're just provisioning like a base Windows 10 or Windows 11. And then it's up to you what you're putting into the desktop after it's up. Nice. So what does this have to do with control up? Uh, well, funny you should ask. Uh, <laughs> So there's always going to be a need for like the ability for an admin to observe what's going on at a desktop for gauging the uh, employee experience and optimizing the employee experience as well. Um, that's not going to be unique to Windows 365. It's the same with AVD, same with physical endpoints that people have in their homes. You know, what your employees are engaging with, what they're using every day, you want to be able to observe and um, optimize accordingly to get mm. the best end user experience. So for Windows 365, um, you can use Edge DX, you could use uh, Real-Time DX. So if you're using the, let's say the enterprise desktop and you've got a VNet and you're connecting back to your maybe on-prem uh, data center, going back to your domain, you know, rock in Real-Time DX and use it for all its awesomeness, like you would any other virtual desktop, you know, have the control up automate, help, uh, providing self-healing capabilities, be able to observe users in real time and um, provide the best in class support that you can. And if you're not running on the domain, maybe you're on that business desktop, which at the moment, at least, there's not really much in the way of support for support tools for the business queue. Like Microsoft Endpoint Manager that I mentioned is not currently supporting the business SKU. So it's a little bit of a black hole, at least at the time of this recording. And with Edge DX, you can actually get observability. You're able to um, shadow your users on those business desktops, able to remote in to provide support. And you also get the really great rich metrics from the desktop itself. So uh, we could do a whole lot and enabling organizations to support their users on those Windows 365 cloud PCs. Interesting. Uh, do we know how what the, what the adoption rate's been so far? I mean, it's relatively new out on the market. Uh, give any sense of, of how it's been adopted? Don't really have a sense. Well, I mean, I could tell you just the immediate popularity of it in the community. Uh -huh. They were doing a free trial on launch on August 2nd. And within hours, the trial ran out. They couldn't accommodate any more free trials. They capped out on space to provide that. Um, I also, I was suspecting, maybe because I'm not based in reality anymore. I've been working in virtualization for so long. But I was thinking, is like, well, you know, what's the huge appeal on Windows 365? Like, does anyone really need an always-on, one-to-one persistent desktop in this day and age? It's kind of like, stepping back in time really but 
it turns out that one of the major selling points is that not every admin out there is comfortable with like VDI. A lot more admins are comfortable with technology like SCCM or Microsoft Endpoint Management. And the idea of managing these traditional per, uh, persistent desktops like they're making available with Windows 365 Cloud PC. And I do have two friends who are already involved in Windows 365 uh, projects. Both told me they're working with the enterprise desktops. Um, Microsoft's line is, if it's 300 or less desktops you need, use the business queue. If it's 300 or more, use the enterprise. But because there isn't feature parity between the two SKUs right now, I'm finding that the people I'm talking to are always going enterprise because there's still some challenges of supporting an Azure AD only desktop for a lot of uh, organizations. I know what I'm going to ask, but Eugenia, you want to go next? Well, now I'm just dying to know what you're going to ask. <laughs> you can't start it like that. <laughs> no, go for it. What you got? So, so Rory, when you're thinking about, you know, whether it's the business or enterprise, if most people go to enterprise, um, what do you think the the biggest feature that we have at Control Up, like what what problems are we trying to solve for for the Windows 365 enterprise or business? Like what's what's a what's the biggest thing that we're trying to solve? Um, well, I would say pretty much everything because everything. Well, see, <laughs> I, I was once told that. I may be too focused on the how rather than the why and the what. So my brain always goes to the how and like being in the trenches of an IT, an internal IT team, mm -hmm. I always go back to control up automate and the fact that we're able to um, detect and script for pretty much any scenario that might come up. So like you're rolling out a Windows 365 um, enterprise desktop to maybe 400 users and you encounter issues along the way. Well, if you're using maybe just Microsoft Endpoint Manager and maybe you're using the analytics that's there, they do have a proactive remediations, but you have to build out the detection methods and then you have to build out your automation scripts. Um, currently, it's not as, I guess, feature rich as Control Up Automate and also the Edge DX scripting. Um, so I think. That's where I would be suggesting for people who are using Windows 365, when something comes up, um, our product is so extensible for you to automate these fixes and kind of keep the ball rolling in your deployments. Awesome. Keeping the ball rolling. I like it. Yeah, we're, we're making it easier to, to work remote, you know, making remote work better, if you will. I like it. Great. Well, so anything else on that? Then I mean, I feel like we've covered, I mean, as you said, we solve, what was it, everything? Is that, what's the, the, what's the, what's the what, what is it that we solve? Everything. Great. That's, that's the, the title of today. We solve, we solve it all. We should charge uh, more. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I guess what I would also add is I think it's pretty interesting with the Azure AD only that's currently available in the business SKU, and it's about to enter public preview in the enterprise SKU that's um, available. But um, when you think about Azure AD only, that kind of changes the game a lot. 
And it's probably not going to be that appetizing to most large organizations who already have their own data centers and, um, you know, their own full domains already. But for the majority of uh, companies in at least Ireland, where I am, they tend to have 50 or fewer employees. They're um, startup size. They don't have their own um, big, expensive data centers. A lot of them don't have full Windows domains. Uh, they would be able to get by with just something like Okta with publishing out um, SaaS applications. And they would maybe have gone for something like Okta in the past, and they might see Teams and they might see Office 365 and say, hmm, you know, I would like to go to that. So what's stopping me? And hey, I could have this full desktop now in Windows 365 with Teams, with Office 365, and I don't need a full uh, data center or existing domain to use it. I think that's going to be very interesting for a lot of those like smaller organizations and startups. And you know, one of the challenges with Azure AD only is a lot of tooling that was created over the years may rely on uh, Active Directory in order to work. Whereas with Edge DX, we could support you with Azure Active Directory only um, right now. Hey, how, how's the latency been? How's the latency and responsiveness been as you're testing this? Uh, it's been pretty good, actually. It's been pretty solid, the performance. I think the only performance hit that I've noticed is um, on the disk performance on the desktop. Uh -huh. um, my desktop has been staying up pretty consistent. It's um, logging in relatively fast. And that's, I guess, one of the benefits of it not having um, any complex profile management right. and being a persistent one-to-one -one always on desktop. Like you're what's, not waiting. What's your, what's your speed to the internet though? Oh, well, I mean, that's my speed to the internet on my home network is one gigabit per second. But yeah. then if you actually look on the desktop itself, because it's running within uh, Microsoft's data center, you're actually getting 10 gigabits per second on the desktop. Oh, really? Yeah, that's that was actually one of their selling points. Microsoft's like Scott Manchester when he was doing the demo, he was like, "Hey, look!" and he does a speed test. He's like, "Now you've got someone maybe who's got a forty megabit per second connection at home, and they're able to get the benefit of having a ten gigabit per second connection on the desktop." <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's pr pretty awesome. Like you get a pretty performant desktop. Like I said, I think the only. Um, performance issue I had was on the disk where like if you open a directory that has a lot of folders and files, then you notice a bit of a lag, but I'm sure that's going to be something they'll fix in the, the long term. Last words, Eugenia? Hmm, last words. Whenever you say it like that, you make me want to think of like a really great word that no one's heard before. Something, yeah, something. I mean, last time it was, you know, don't stand in a moving canoe, which is still wise. Anyone who hasn't heard it should really, you know, keep that in mind. Uh, but last words on my side, gosh, I, I, I'll i be honest, there's a lot that I didn't know about Windows uh, 365, including that I sometimes call it Windows 365, and I kind of feel like a loser when I say it like that, especially since you guys have been saying 365 this whole time. Yeah, I got to step it up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot out there. There's a lot that you can do with this. I mean, man, that the 10 gigabit part, my brain is still kind of like, whoa, what? <laughs> I feel like it's, this isn't reality anymore because it's not, it's, it's, it's the virtual world, as you said before. So yeah, I'm just taking it in. <laughs> yeah. I think what I learned is, um, 
keep saying 365 and make you feel bad. <laughs> yep. Thanks. Thanks, Jeff. Glad you're here. <laughs> well, I think that does it for con- for uh, the upload. Is it the upload? It's the upload. For it's this, the upload, uh, yeah. For this session. <laughs> we'll see you next time, right? Any, right? We all good? Yeah, we are great. Thank you, Rory, for joining us. And like like he said, he has a great podcast. It's the Five Bytes uh, podcast as well. And you also have a blog. Yeah, the Rory Mon blog, I believe. And it's, I actually, I definitely go there to learn stuff sometimes. It's, great. it's a great resource. Smart guy. Glad to have you here. Thanks, Eugenia. And thanks, Jeff, too. Yeah. Cheers, everybody. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Can't say guys. <laughs>